Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Sans Pants Radio. Liba, 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 liba! Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusha. Boys, How Goods Brisbane. Here we go, here we go, here we go. They're pretty fucking good. Sean, I'm glad you asked that question and not the usual question because uh, I've got an answer for this one. Where the regular question... Look, to be honest, Tom and Sean, I am surprised that any of us rocked up today. You boys are fucking... We're somewhere in the stratosphere. Too many more to to get down. (laughs) It's a mess up there. (laughs) Oh, oh, it's out of control. Sean's been in orbit for two weeks. Well, you both have. Yeah. Where um, I almost quit the show because I think (laughs) footy's dead to me. (laughs) Um, yeah, I can't confirm. Well, footy was dead to me until Sunday happened. Then it kick-started footy again. Yeah, I believe though that the Essendon Bombers may be dead to me. I think that they. I think, I think they're dead to themselves. I think that. Look, we'll get into it when we get to the game. But yeah, they Essendon are on notice for crimes against football. Lot of problems in the club that yeah. they need to sort out if they want to. Not even win a game this season. Just look like they want to play football. They're the anti-Brisbane at the moment. Yep. And um, up the Saints. Jesus. <laughs> he's, he's exposed his underbelly and you've just gone straight with the knife and twisted it. No, they were fantastic. No, they weren't really. They weren't. They were okay. They were okay. They were extremely wasteful. We'll get to it when we cover that yeah, game. Yeah. Do we want to start, before we dive into our respective journeys to space and your yeah. respective journey to hell, Yes. Uh, do we want to talk about the big game from the weekend? The yes. AFLW Grand Finale. The monstrous crowd. The fucking biggest crowd. So the AFLW Grand Final that had a bigger crowd than any NRL game ever during the normal home and away season. <laughs> and they get around it at Adelaide Oval. What a ground. Fucking well, huge. Well done, Adelaide. And well, all the people too who travel from all over to go to it. I mean, the best part was a lot of like Carlton supporters did the double. So they were there for the Port Carlton game. Carried on through. There were just neutral Fantastic. supporters who fucking love... Just love footy. footy. 
Oh, yeah, so 53,000 people rocked up to the AFLW Grand Final to watch the inevitable happen, which was Adelaide did to Carlton what they had done to the last two teams in the last two games, which and was just put them to bed very quickly and not let them wake up. If we're honest, it's what Adelaide have done to every team they've played this year except the West. This is the fucked thing, right? They lost one game for the year by one point, and that was in round one. Mm-hmm. And they kicked 119. So if they had a kick straight, they would have put <laughs> they the ball. 119. Yeah, I think so. I, or two. Oh, I don't think it was that extreme, but it was like they lost that game off yeah, their own boot. Correct, yeah. correct. Bulldogs, I think, didn't kick a goal until like the third quarter. 119 would be insane. I think it's 119. Be surely Gold it's not. Coast esque, if you will. I believe, and I am pretty good. It was 111. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, Tom. <laughs> Just gone did eight <laughs> behinds from. No, nah, it was one eleven eight out in the full. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, okay. No, I Adelaide love making up stats. <laughs> That's my job. That's my whole life. Making stats. <laughs> All stats are made up. You're on notice. For what? <laughs> Fake stats, mate. We won't have misreporting in this show. Oh, fuck up, Adelaide, Tom. We could have gone with it if it didn't sound so ridiculous. <laughs> We'd look like idiots. Well, well. Oh boy. So yeah, the final score in the AFLW Grand Final was sixty-three to eighteen. And really, the Blues got some late ones. I was optimistic. Again, not that late. In fact, they didn't kick a goal after the second quarter. So yeah, no, it slowed down in that last quarter. Yeah, was- so, so, so there say, were no goals. When I say Carlin kicked some late ones, I mean. Adelaide took the foot off the gas. Tom. Yes. I was optimistic. Sure. Not, of a, not of a Carlton result, but of, of a 100-point win. <laughs> and Adelaide, they took the foot off. They were just in party mode. Well, I mean, they were also... In sad mode in as well. Grieving. Yes. Uh, two knee injuries yeah, in the game. Yep. That also was an issue. There was a chance Stevie Lee Thompson had done her like ankle, yep. kept playing. Heroic. Weird, weird kind of environment to, I guess, win a grand final and have two knee injuries to two players who played very well and, of course, a a serious ACL injury to arguably one of the best footballers ever. She's... Erin Phillips is who I'm talking about. Yep. He's just a pure fucking athlete. Dual, like, sports champion. Like, just... here's, Here's a resume. So, two AFLW premierships... I don't know how many basketball titles she got, but I do know she does have an Olympic gold medal for basketball. Yep. Like, that's insane. Give her the two premierships, couple of MVPs, best and fairest, best player of all time two years ago. Name the medal after her. Name name the medal after her. I saw a tweet that was like, we're gonna, we can't name every award after her because no one will know just every award's the Aaron Phillips medal. <laughs> but has to be has to be the um, the best player. Which like, she's it, played in two WNBA champions championships. That's what, what I mean. Would you go MVP for the season named after her or for the grand final? I think for the season. I would go grand final. Like she's enormous. Well, she's myth. won two now, right? She's won two, yep. To get to paint the picture, so she did her knee in the third quarter and she still was so prominent early in like in the game, she still won the best on ground by eleven votes. Yeah, call it the Aaron Phillips medal for that. Leave the other one vacant for a, a couple of years at least. I reckon. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Also, or maybe leave them all vacant. I don't know. What do I know? Name, name the Carnlow, mate. So the other knee. Yeah, Chloe Shear. Chloe Shear, who took a ripper mark. Fucking that flew. That was an awesome passage of play. That was the passage of play that I think summed up 
Adelaide as a side on that day. Uh, their young guns, like I think Ponta kicked three. Yeah, she was involved in like half a like you know quite a few sort of scoring chains. Yeah, they just smashed them. And Carlton, I think Carlton had played their grand final last week. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I mean, they <laughs> never should have been there. But I, I think people talk about, oh, you know, the conference system's unfair. The conference system's unfair. Guys, I don't think it had mattered who they were playing, whether they were from conference A or conference B. The result would have been exactly the same. Yeah, I mean, okay, say Freer were playing Adelaide instead. Let's just say that they beat. So then two conference A teams playing each other. Still would have happened. Yeah, would have been the same result. Because Adelaide smashed every team in conference A. The only two teams that Adelaide didn't play were, I think, Collingwood and... Brisbane. Brisbane. There you go. Yeah. Collingwood. Uh, so, <laughs> so that would have been another two wins. Yeah. Probably would have seen the fabled 100-pointer. Yeah, the, against the, the um, bank pass. Yep. Oh, oh well. <laughs> Brisbane. <laughs> but yeah, so just, just to talk about on the weekend, boys, we often, you know, this show revolves around answering a question. Yes. We got an answer on the weekend. Do you know how good footy is? How good, Tom? How good footy is the greatest player in the women's comp and one of the greatest players just in football doing... A potential career-ending knee injury, getting a standing ovation from fifty-three thousand supporters of either team, and having every single player from both sides come over and like high-five her, shake her hand, give her a pat as she's driven off the ground after doing her knee. I teared up. I fucking I didn't. You can't prove that. I spilled <laughs> water in my eyes. I'm just sitting at home with just my cats on either side of me on the couch, just. <laughs> Big old sook. It was beautiful. They, I think, they thought there was going to be twenty to twenty-five thousand. Yeah, yeah, there was staff for apparently twenty-five thousand and fifty-three rocked up. So, look, you weren't getting a pie. No, <laughs> or maybe a beer. Look, well, no, I heard Nicole Livingston on the radio today, and she said that because they'd already pre-ordered the food for the. I think the Adelaide game that's there on Thursday night. Yeah, <laughs> they were okay on the food department. Oh, that's great because they just used that. Nine pallets of chips or something, <laughs> <laughs> but it shows that the AFL, as the as a body, are underestimating their own competition. Mm. A lot of fuckheads out there, Tom. Oh, a lot of so fuckheads, fuckheads saying how many people would have rocked up if it was paid admission. Here's an answer, fuckheads. Probably the it's... same. In fact, it's stupid of the AFLW not to charge some money. <laughs> they could have been, even if it's like a cheap. Okay, I understand you don't want to be like full price because it's still it's still still getting its legs. Yeah, basically. it's developing. But the development's almost over uh, because 53,000 people just fucking rocked up. Yep. But, like, charge 5 or $10. People will still come. People would pay that. Fuck. Hey, hey, want to go to a grand final? Yes, yeah, sweet. It's $5. No, I'm staying home. No, you're fucking not. You fuck. <laughs> Ugh. Do you want to go watch one of the best players ever up close? How much? $5. Can I bring my kids? Yeah, they're free. <laughs> yeah. Under 12 free. Sorted. Yeah. But, again... What I love is that people are like, oh, fuck, it's free. You know, that's why people are going. It's like how 50,000 people turned up for the four days of the Sheffield Shield final between New South Wales and Victoria, which was in Melbourne and also free. Joke. Uh, Tom. Eight people were there and most of them played <laughs> cricket. <laughs> how many people are in a cricket side? More than eight. Yeah. Fuck. 11 aside, that's fine. All right, so there were 30 people there and they were all players <laughs> and officials. Uh, but no, huge, huge result. Amazing to see Phillips win, and I've I've never seen a response like that. And it's I don't know if you would get that same reaction in the men's comp. I think the community that surrounds the women's comp is fucking unreal. 
I can't think of a men's player who's sort of as universally loved as Aaron Phillips. It's because it's because in the men's comp, it's mostly men watching and they're all dead shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, absolute superstar of the game's injured, but I don't like him that much because he doesn't play for my team. I'm gonna boo him. Boo, Rance, boo! I'm a fuckhead, boo! <laughs> I mean, we would boo Rance if he- no, we wouldn't. No, wouldn't. We absolutely. Not. I'd boo him if he took a mark. Yeah. Boo him if he fucking rocked up to a thing do you know on what I, I Do you know who I think has a universal appeal, though? Is if someone like Buddy Franklin did a knee, I reckon people would get around Franklin. I don't know if the players would. No. It'd depend on the context. It would be like if it was his final season or something. If it was going to end his career. Well, that's the thing is that she said in an interview afterwards, like because she was interviewed post-match and had just found out it was an ACL, and you had Sam Lane interviewing her, who was really, really emotional. Yeah. But- she was like, you know, we, we saw her and we thought the worst. What are you thinking? And she's like, it's a hard rehab, but I want to come back. Yeah, definitely. So, I don't know if we've seen like people like, it could be the last of her. If it is, fuck, we were f- blessed. Yeah. <laughs> but if not, like... She's done it before. She's done it before. I'll back her in to come back. Yeah. Fuck yeah. For next season. That's, she's a chance. Yeah, 12 months. Definitely. 12 months. Tyson Goldsack did his ACL at the start of last season, came back to play finals, so... True. Just depends. If everything goes right, she can come back. Imagine they make the grand final again. She comes back for the grand final, wins the, be- wins the best and best on the ground again. Well, then you have to name it after her. Well, I mean, currently she kicked the last goal of the match and she won best on ground. Seriously? Seriously. Her goal was the last goal of the game. Yes. I didn't real. I was watching the game and I did not realize that. Yeah. Because uh, after she went off, the scoring pretty much stopped. Because everyone was kind of like, oh. what do we do now? <laughs> I think everyone went. Don't do a fucking knee. The results in the bag. She was named the uh, Players Association Best MVP. Player again. Yeah, second year. She obviously in twenty seventeen she had it. I think hmm. she's just amazing. Anyway, Adelaide are good. Uh, another thing just to touch on. Interesting. Beck Goddard presenting the medal to the winning coach, being the job that she had and left under not great circumstances. Yeah. Well, good on her then. That's a big. And someone was like, that's harsh that she had to do that. They would have asked her and she would have been like, you it know what? It wasn't a surprise on the day. Yeah. No. Well, she would have gone into it knowing that there's a 50% chance. Wow, higher than 50 85% yeah. chance. Yeah. So she would have been prepared for that. Uh, she'll definitely coach again at some point. Surely. Yeah. I, she I will. Mean, she oh, got she passed will. over for the Gold Coast job. Yeah. Although she got passed over. She went, fuck no, I'm not coaching a basket case. I would have to imagine if she wanted that job, she probably would have got it, right? Yeah. I don't know. The guy they picked is very... He's got good credentials, though. So, yeah. Anyway, how good's footy? The answer is Aaron Phillips. It's brilliant. It's going to be a lot of player movement now. Yep. Um, Aaron Phillips to Geelong. Can't fucking wait. <laughs> I'll take, I will take an ACL to Aaron Phillips in my swan. <laughs> <laughs> Thursday night, boys. There was a, uh, a game. It was so long ago. What game was it? Oh, I can't remember, actually. It was a game at the MCG, <laughs> and I will not hear this. It was so long ago, because I love Thursday night footy. Me too. And I won't hear any words to suggest any negative connotations about it. Keep it all season. Uh, I, I, it love, will... I enjoy it. I just forgot, because it was two teams I don't give a fuck about. <laughs> it was one team that you don't give a fuck about, exposing another team you don't give a fuck about, for having a couple of, like... Triple A players, like very yeah. top tier players, and the moment that they're missing them, Sean, turns out they're no good. Who was best on ground? Couldn't tell you. <laughs> no, I could. Who topped the stat sheet? 
Oh, oh, oh no. Was there a big fuckhead with tattoos no. who got a lot of the ball? No. And did um, nothing with actually, it? Actually, he's had he did nothing. 36 what? touches, I think. Yeah, but... Uh, oh, I can't say talking about Dusty. <laughs> 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 no, I'm talking about the tattooed fuckwood on the other team. No, nah, I don't think he was the best on. I thought Pendlebury mm. played a better uh, game. So just a typical game where Trelaw he gets 30 plus and does nothing. Sheet. Brody Grundy, probably best on. Trelaw had 39 touches, kicked a goal, laid seven tackles. Mm. That's... A pretty good performance. Yep. Uh, but yes, so Richmond got smashed by Collingwood and proved that with Jack Rewalt getting injured, Dusty down on form, uh, and no Alex Rance, and playing against a team that had found them out, yes, they're no good. To be fair, the week after losing Rance, like Collingwood's probably the worst team Richmond could have. Yeah, especially had, at the G. You know. Especially yeah. after the game last time. Especially. Collingwood would have gone in, angry they'd lost to Geelong, and going, oh, we got these guys. Dugowie kicked five goals and took a huge mark. Can we talk about Dugowie for a second? And how he's been compared to Gary Ablett Sr. Can we talk about Dugowie <laughs> for a second? That's, right? that's legitimately happening. Now, hey, five <laughs> years from now, yes. he will be 27. And forgotten. Ooh. Or he'll be very good. But right now, fucking pointless. Yeah. He'll be he's, in jail. He's... <laughs> Let's I'm, not forget how his season started last year. He's put that behind him. He look. He's a he's no, a good very, on because good game. He's a very talented player. I, I get the Ablett comparisons because he's got that brute Ablett senior see ball get ball kick goal fuck you kind of attitude. <laughs> but I don't think like you've got Barrett and people being like he's one of the best players in the game at the moment. I don't think he is yet. I think he will be, and I think. We need to be really careful about heaping a shitload of pressure on a player and then watching them fall apart. <clears throat> Jack Watts, <clears throat> Christian Petrarca. No, but that's what they love to do. It's it's that, so that, ridiculous. Barrett loves to build people up because then he gets the stories when he can tear them down. Negative fuck. So you're going to say that's what it is. Well, that's that's what the media do. They fucking love it. They, yeah. they'll, that's why we're talking about... Why are we talking about Dugowie and Gary Ablett Sr.? It's an idiotic comparison. If anyone... How many games has he played? Five and a half. Like, how many good games has he played? He's probably had, like, five or six legitimately good games. And they've probably Let's been the last few just cool the Jets played. and enjoy watching a really exciting player yeah, who plays for a flog club. Yeah, it's a shame. Well, because even, like, okay, a good example is probably Mason Cox. Yeah. yeah. Last year, fuck, he was, like, the face of AFL had changed. This American bloke had come into the team and he'd blown the game open and then he's done fuck all. Yeah. But to be fair, it wasn't until late last year that he really took off. Yeah. I well, thought it was uh, one be, game. I thought he was pretty good. He kicked a fucking... Fluky oh. goal for a dude who's Fluky? the size of no, a no, tree. No, 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 no. That was a fucking amazing goal. Oh, that's goal. what I mean. Huge goal. Incredible. He, he'll have some moments. But yeah, he's not like... They built him up as if he he had arrived. Yeah. He arrived for a moment. And now he's got to try and get back to that again. Yeah, look, and Richmond are going to be with that Jack Rewalt and Alex Rance next week for the first time since round 9, 2009. And Grimes. Oh, yeah, Grimes. Who's lucky if he only misses one week and for Bash that And Bashley and a Martin who is not playing well. Against the yeah. Giants who... Are either bad or just in a bit of a slump, or either against against a Giants side that could get back for this week's game. Toby Green, Josh Kelly, Callum Ward, and Shane Mumford. Jesus, look out, Richmond! A hundred and how much? Oof. Oof. <laughs> it's a giant stadium as well. Richmond have they travelled ever? Yeah, every time, and they lose. They don't travel well. Playing at the G, they oh wait no. Mm. That's anyway. that's a lock next week. That is yeah. lock a hundred plus. Yeah. That's an absurd prediction. But based on how the rest of this week, this, like, the week in review went. Can I say, guys, we ended the week on a big high. First two games, eh. Mm. First three games. <laughs> but, like, 
Footy didn't come alive until Sunday. Fuck off. <laughs> Mate, footy came alive on Saturday. We're talking about things that are alive. Yeah. You want to talk about how you murdered a team? <laughs> the demons are dead, mate. No, there wasn't a live game on Saturday as well. But we'll get to that. I've anyway. Already, I've already measured their coffin. They're fucked. Because Friday, Friday night we had... I'm going to talk about how weird this game was to just watch. I only watched a little bit of it. So it was Sydney Adelaide. At the SCG. At the SCG. A really kind of scrappy game where Adelaide kind of were never really challenged but weren't super convincing yeah. and Sydney are clearly carrying some injuries. And, and Sydney are in a transition, I think, more than they've ever been in before. They've got a young list, but fucking hell, horse. Play Mills and Haney on the ball, for Christ's sake. Yeah, come on, horse. Lift, mate. Just I, Tom Papley on the ball, that's really exciting. You have two amazing footballers at your disposal and you're playing them at either end of the ground and you're getting smashed in the middle. Mm-hmm. Play them on the ball, yep. you big horsey boy. Yeah. <laughs> so Adelaide won. Who'd you back? Adelaide. Good boy. I Tusha? Just... Who'd you back? Sydney. Like an idiot. Oh. Uh, anyway, so watching this game, though, I don't know whether the crowd was down or my TV was shit, but the commentators sounded like they were really struggling to get excited. Yeah. The crowd was a bit quiet, and the players, the only, there were two bits of excitement in the whole game. Paul Seisman's fucking 70-meter torpedo goal on the quarter-time siren. Mm-hmm. Buddy Franklin's Buddy Franklin goal. Yeah. Well, Buddy kicked three goals three. If the uh, torpedo goal had have been any quarter that wasn't the first quarter, I feel like it would have been way more exciting. <laughs> because they were so far in front in the first quarter. No, but also because it's just so early in the game. Yeah. Like, you don't feel like that that goal had any impact. Where if it had been like three quarter, even three quarter time or even half time, you're like, fuck. Because it would have set, if they kicked, if that goal was at half time. Set up the second half. Set them for the second half, but also they would have come off the ground and never would have got around him real hard, being like, fuck, that was huge. Yeah. Uh, Three-quarter time, they would have been fucking firing for the last quarter. And obviously, after the game, that would be fucked. Even if it didn't mean anything, people would have been like, that's funny. (laughs) But yeah. First quarter, worst worst time to kick a 70-meter torpedo. (laughs) Yeah. 70 meters is a bit of a stretch, but... Oh, yeah, mate. I don't do numbers correctly, as we established when I thought that Adelaide had kicked 119. I've got the commentary in front of me, and it says 55. But I reckon it was a little bit further out than that. I reckon that's where he took the mark. It was, and he didn't. Yeah, he didn't kick from fifty. <laughs> no, he took like two steps, and, just, and it was an old school talk too. Yeah. It just spiraled in. Oh, <laughs> it was magnificent. Franklin's goal. The degree of difficulty of that kick for Franklin is minuscule. <laughs> He's a but, freak. But the fact that he kicked it low so he could get it under the smothering player's arms and then still get it through. Like he's unbelievable for a guy who. Pretty much doesn't train. He can't. Mm. He had a week of preseason, which is a week more than he had last year. Yeah. It's fucked, isn't it? He must be very injured. I think he's he is. I think he will never train again. No. <laughs> there is a good chance that his wheels have totally fallen off, but they're just like, well, he's he's like match fit, so he's it's one of those things where it's like well, he's not match fit. He's not, not match fit at all. Not but- playing him though. What's it what harms are gonna do? Mm. He's kicking three goals. Yeah, and also you're still paying him like a million dollars. Yeah, he's still a gun on one leg. How insane is that? Mm. Like he is still. Like, that's how good he is. All right, like yeah, that's what I mean. Like you said, the wheels are falling off, mate. He's still a fucking race car. Yeah, he's just drifting around, no wheels, but still accelerating very. Still fast. like Wiley Coyote style. He's like driven off a cliff, and he's just in a cloud of smoke. He's yeah, gonna get to the other side. We hope. Yeah, I don't know. Sydney all- probably not going to get to the other side. I think, like, this again, they're just a team in transition. It's not because they're bad. It's not because of whatever other reason. They're just 
Yeah. There's a lot of young players playing in new positions. Are you, saying, are you saying book a holiday in September? No, because they're Sydney and I people are like, oh, if you're 0 2, you never yeah. play finals. It's like <laughs> the last three times Sydney have played, like been 0 2, they've all made finals. I love that. People are really riding that stat hard. Yeah, they it's are. weird. Chris Scott like, went after that stat on Saturday night in his well, press conference. Even like. It's a death sentence for either Essendon or Melbourne this week because one of them will be 0-3. Does it really matter? Because unless all the teams in the eight are on three wins, yep. you're not three wins behind anyway. No. So like, uh, I, mean, I don't know. If Melbourne lose this week to Essendon, I will still 100% back Melbourne to play finals. I won't. Even if they're 0-3. So um, like... Geelong made the eight last year with 13 wins. Yeah. You can lose three games in a row and still easily clear that. We nearly did. Form. I think we did, almost. Maybe not three in a row, but we definitely lost two in a row. Collingwood lost their first two last year, made the grand final. Yeah. They were a kick away from a premiership. Yeah, they I think are, that's true. I think they may, may have lost the fir- won the first one and lost the next like two or three. Yeah. But they're still one and one three. Yeah. Do you want me to find out? I reckon I can. Can you? Give me a second. Okay. Well, so anything else to talk about from this game? Adelaide, Adelaide. I like Texas game. It's just nothing. He's nah. He's. I went to watch the highlights, Sean, and then I, I was like, "Oh, there aren't any." They're trying hard. They're, they're, they just haven't clicked. It was two teams that haven't clicked. Yeah. And it just wasn't. It was a little bit down on the excitement factor. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, For just, a Friday night game, Carlton, mm. were, uh, not Carlton, Collingwood were zero and two at the start of last season. There you go. Put it this way: I had Friday night, and I thought, "Beauty, I'll watch the footy. This is gonna be great." And I looked at the fixture and went. Uh, Okay. That's my like, thoughts exactly. I was like, oh, Sydney won't want to score and Adelaide are fine. Yeah. Played some Tomb Raider. <laughs> Actually, know what I did do? I watched Spider-Man. Great. Made a better call. Better Beautiful. Decision. Into the Spider-Verse? Yeah, yeah. How was oh, it? Oh, no, wait. That was Thursday night. Friday night, I went to a drag show. It was way better than the footy. Fair enough. Go. Then we roll on to Saturday, Dusha. A horror show. Worst case scenario. <laughs> <laughs> Where um, Essendon not only... Didn't learn from last week. Yep. It just really highlighted that there is something seriously wrong with the Essendon Bombers, both behind the scenes and on the field. And on the bench. Things are horribly, horribly, horribly wrong. And oof. I think there was one tweet, I think, that sums this up, Dusha. A man tweeted the official Essendon Football Club tweet about them losing the game with, take me back to the supplement saga. Oh, it was a happier time. Fucking hell. That, but is... again, oh. 0 2. So we're two games in. No, no, yeah, no, but, but there's 0 2 for Melbourne. For Melbourne. Well, even though they got annihilated, but there's 0 2 for Melbourne. And then Essendon just looks like fucking cancerous. Yeah, we looked as. <laughs> okay. Which Tom. is very strong. And Tom. Yes. Shouldn't they make the comparison? But fuck, they look. Ugh. First quarter. Yep. Essendon didn't kick a goal. Also, first quarter. Ball was still in play. Two Western players were yeah. taking on one St. Kilda player. Both ran over the top of the ball to the bench. They ignored the ball that was in play to do a rotation. Yep. And, Tom, something that the news hasn't really touched on that much. One of those players did exactly the same thing again in the last quarter. <laughs> Who was it? Langford. Chair. Do you know what? Do you know what? Langford, they gave him the number four because they thought, mate, you're going to be. And you know what? Take it off him. Does not deserve to a, sully his back with that number. There's a lot. Sully the number with his back. Because of their results now, you're starting to get a lot of leaks of rumors and things. Apparently, there's a huge divide within the club. Um, 
Oh, really? Really? The playing group. Apparently, um, if you believe this stuff, but yeah, this is again, this is which all tinfoil hat on. We absolutely fucking do. I'm hearing there's two or three factions within the playing group itself. I, I cannot wait and for the you know Al Jazeera inside scoop on this. There's been a lot of like, there's rumors that, um, so Hooker and Hurley, Hurley got dropped from the leadership group and replaced with Danaher, who is still injured and not playing. The leadership group are quite dedicated to Whoosh. Yep, the rest of the team are not. The fact that they then dropped Hooker and Hurley from the leadership group and then put them back into this team that already doesn't agree with the coach has poisoned the well of the team. No one wants to play. Apparently, fucking Merritt is carrying an injury that hasn't been reported on and is, like, not in a great way. Apparently, preseason went terribly. We underperformed and we just managed to hide it from the... Just on Merritt, did he cop some concussion stuff last year? Yeah. Yeah. Because I also read, too, that he's... He's just not attacking the ball hard because he's just lost all confidence because he got concussed. Put a helmet on him. last year. Put a fucking helmet on him. Yeah, I think that should. That's what like Cade Collajasny for a uh, Brayshaw. Mm. Put a helmet on him. He attacks the ball like you know. Within ten years, they're all going to wear helmets. I think so. They're based developing. On, they're developing that stuff at the moment. Based on the, the whole thing with based um, on research into picking. Yep, absolutely. Well, they have these things now. What they do is actually so the GPS tracker at the base of the neck yep. actually measures how far back their head goes. Yeah, like the neck when they're knocked out, because obviously when you got knocked out, your body turns to jelly, yep. and that's where the real damage is. Is how far and the velocity, which is interesting. Anyway, but yeah, speaking of velocity, just quickly, Essendon, on- uh, just quickly. We'll get back to the carnage, but you just mentioned Pickin, who just retired yep. today. Fucking champion, absolute champion. Who? Oh, a legend of the well. No, legend is probably a strong word, but like for Bulldogs fans, he's a they absolutely hero. love him. Yeah, yeah. Kick, oh. kick the sealer. Amazing career. I think he played nearly two hundred games. Yep, and was rookie listed too. Yeah, the Saints a two and zero for the first time in about one hundred and fifty. Two and zero, and sometimes it's working for him. Someone sent us that email about the weather prediction. It's looking good. <laughs> the skies they are a clearance. See Josh Bruce's mark. Yeah, I he's back to see it in my dreams. <laughs> oh, sorry, by dreams I meant fucking nightmares. Tom. Do you also see uh, Aaron Francis kicking the ball into Michael Hurley's back? Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah, was good. Yeah. After he took a really strong and defensive mark. If Jack Stephen could kick straight, that would have hurt. If even St Kilda more. could kick straight, Dusha, you were so lucky to be in that game in those early stages. They butchered it. So at quarter time, mm. uh, it was two goals seven to two behinds. Fair to point out, too, this is under the roof. Yep. Like, fuck, ideal conditions. Just reverse that. So, say a couple of those are uh, at degree of difficulty. So, then you make it 7-2. You're on a hiding to nothing. You already are. I mean, sack Woosher. Dusha, serious question. At what point does Woosher, does the pressure too much and Woosher's job's gone? How many? How many do you have? What to the fuck's lose? he done since he's been there, though? Like he got them through the the crisis, but I think any like if anyone had have turned up during that that terrible crisis year and just been half competent, you'd be like, oh yeah, thanks yeah. for that. We've had too many. Okay, so through me being alive and barracking for accident, yep. our coach changes have always been fucked because we had Sheedy, who was a legend, yep. and then someone had to step in to replace that. He then fought with our fucking team and then got the sack. Then we brought back golden boy James Hurd, who then drove us straight into a supplement saga. Then we got this fuckhead who's just <laughs> hate the team hates. We can't just keep going legend, person the team hates, legend that does a fucked thing, person the team hates. Well, it's time to time bring in a legend. A legend. And there was one at the game. Who, who was it? James Hurd. <laughs> Yeah, Did you fuck. hear this? There That's are some fucked. rumors. Yeah. 
Oh, Tom, they, I think Tom, they, Tom Brown's feeding this a little bit yeah, too. Yeah, but uh, so there are people, there are influential people within Essendon who are very interested in James. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that so, will never happen. Um, so just I hope it does, though. give listeners an idea of what happened. James Head was interviewed after the game and they asked him if he'd ever try coaching again. And he said, I hope my wife's not listening, but never say never. Oh, that is... Mm. That's hey. almost like the time he said, I don't want to be coach, but wrote an article every weekend slamming Matthew Knights until he was the coach of the Bombers. Yeah, I, I actually think Hurd should have... I would have answered that differently if I'm him because the club is really struggling and he should know that, that was they will hang off his every say, word. Yeah. Don't Maybe. say that. He is, he's yeah. just started back with the radio. That's, he's got a new job with the radio now. But so. that's the issue with James Hurd is he's got that little bit of... Look at me about him. I yeah, think, I think yeah. he. It also, I think he just gets a bit excited. I mean, he gets worshipped like a hero, and that must feel pretty good. Mm. Um, but yeah, and well, then on the back anymore. of that comment, he had Tom Brown come out and be like, uh, "I'd just like to point out that uh, got a bit of an inside scoop that uh, a lot of insiders at Essendon did hear that and are paying very close attention." Yeah, that's what it was. Shut up, Tom yeah, Brown. They're, they're paying close attention because they're like, "Hurdy, shut the fuck up. You're not coming back." Yeah. But Sean, yes, Tom. There's other legends available. Yeah, There's another one out there uh, in South Australia who might be able to geez. write the ship at the I, Bombers. I don't know how I would feel about this. I, I Because, what, to be honest... Your hero jumping in to save your mate's footy team. Sadly... Good. There's also another... Sadly, Voss will never coach Brisbane again. That's just not going to happen. And while, just like, so while you're processing that, yeah, there's yeah, also yeah. another former Brisbane player, yeah, but also a former Essendon player. That apparently... Ooh, and a former Collingwood player. Yes, having a bit of a... There's been uh, rumours. Blake Carousel. Very highly regarded. Oh, from Richmond. Mm. Got Geelong a couple of uh, good years. Mm -hmm. And that would... One Richmond to Premiership. Would also uh, flow very well with... (laughs) With the people. Yeah, legend again. Essendon legend. Might be a bit stupid. He played in our Premiership team there. He did. I was... I I don't want to, like, pile on Wusher, but I will. No, I was, you know what? I was, I was extremely quickly, surprised. Sean, before yeah. you do this, fuck Wusher. Okay. Because I, at first I was like, no, you're right. We are piling in. Do you remember what he said after we lost to Carlton? What did he say? So last season we lost to Carlton. He was just like, I don't know why that happened. We didn't, like, I didn't coach them to play like that. That is the biggest fucking cop-out response. Do you as- remember why he quit West Coast? Why, Tom? He got burnt out. He was done. That's why I, <laughs> one, that's why I was so shocked that he came back to coaching. He, he, he lost the love so, of coaching. For him to be chosen by Essendon after everything they'd been through with a drug saga, John Worsford was the coach during a, a fucked like, drug period at West Coast. Mm. Why would you pick him? I think that that was probably the opposite way of thinking. They were like, he steadied a team through a similar situation. <sighs> I think they would have been looking at it rather than- He gave them all crystal meth. <laughs> I think they would have been looking at it rather than being like, he was the coach when these bad things happened. It was like he was the coach that allowed, like, had to work with the team whilst yes, these things were but happening. West Coast were not as good as they should have been. Like they they burnt out. They had arguably one of the most talented teams ever. Mm. And what do they have to show for it? One premiership. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wusher, that was happening under his nose, and he claims to have had no real knowledge of it. And then you bring him into Essendon. Uh, I don't know. I, it's really bad for him because I, I, I cannot I, see. I cannot fathom you beating Melbourne, and fuck. Then you got to play Brisbane, and then Collingwood. I looked. At Are your you fixture. guys going to be zero and five? I looked at your fixture. You don't have one that I looked at that I went all right until you play Frio in Melbourne. 
in when, round nine. Jesus. And if that's the case, the pressure will it'll cook them he'll get and sacked. he'll be gone because the players will stop playing. And there's no more Mark Neal to drop because that's the excuse they used last year. Yeah. Do you know who loves Wusher? Alan fucking Richardson. <laughs> Absolutely. No, don't, like, to I've be been, fair, I've I been think- negative on Richo. You're right, Tom. I think he's going to be all right. Yeah, he's going to be fine. They, and they, they're starting to put things around him, and they're like yep. they're embracing him and supporting Gresham, Billings. Those younger guys are starting to look a bit good. I was sniffing Coach Blood, but I've I've come around. Yep. Bevo, he's fine. Yeah, he's going to he's going to be fine. Ken Richo, I'm actually happy if he wins a premiership at St Kilda. Yeah, just, go Richo. Yeah, I was going to say just to clarify the St Kilda thing, he did ignore the Ken Hinckley remark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thoughts on Ken? Ken can go get fucked. <laughs> And jump in a river. I still so don't that, like him or Port Adelaide. But uh, everyone else, nah, like, you don't want to see coaches get sacked. I feel very uncomfortable for Wusha. Yeah. Happy birthday, uh, Joel Dusha. Yes, there was the uh, April your... Fool's jokes today, and a lot of the headlines were John Worsfold sacked. And so many people jumped in with, you shouldn't make jokes about things that should fucking happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only thing is... Sacking a coach mid-season will not fix any problems. No. Like, who who are the assistants there? Like, who would come in and... Um, I don't even know. Is Mark Harvey there? No, not anymore. He left when he didn't get the job. Did he really? Your best assistant is now the coach of Melbourne. <sighs> yeah, I, honestly, I don't know who his assistants are. Do you know what, do you know what Essendon would do, should do? Mm. Something insane. End of the year. So, sack Wusher, just caretaker coach, just to get the players happy to play oh, again. Jesus. End of the year. Throw the bank at Clarko. Fucking hell. <laughs> nah, Clarko won't leave all the time. I don't want him. Fuck him. Okay. Just t- uh, don't take I the- want a coach that can beat Western Bulldogs. <laughs> I mean, that is Clarko. He just didn't do it this week. <sighs> yeah, Carousella. That's a good one. Brett Ratton. Nah, Ratton's, Ratton will take over Clarkson. Uh, I- I care too much about Michael Voss to see him go into a hostile environment. So <laughs> I don't know if he would also be a good call because a lot of players would just like, oh, My- yeah, you captained our last grand final loss. Yeah, nah. All right, well, next game. We've, Actually, uh, we've wallowed be- in misery. Just before we move on, and this is something that I think more news outlets and media needs to say. Are you breaking a story, Dusha? No. Oh. What I am doing is, so from this Saturday afternoon game, Every news story is about how Essendon are cooked and they're a shithouse club and that Wooshers should be given the chair and that. But this is great news for St. Kilda. Yeah, it's, like, it's fucking amazing. It's a huge win for St. Kilda. Even though Essendon were in shambles, they're 2-0 and zero now. And St. Kilda still have to win. Like, they, they still had to win. Yeah. And they still had to win against the And Essendon the came Coast. for... Look, we played like shit in the first half, but the second half we turned it on... At least we wanted to... It looks like we wanted to play footy a little bit. And they withstood it. And credit to the Saints too, because Essendon should have come out with a little bit of fire in the early stages, but the Saints were switched on. Mm. They were fucking very good in that And they're, they're, get, they're getting around themselves. Yep. Good signs. It's a bit of belief starting oh, to build. Bit of, bit of this, Sean. Bit of yeah. tick, tick, tick. Bit of ticker. Oh. I, I actually, I'm starting to like the Saints a little bit. I'm, I'm right on the Richo train. Yeah, that's good because, uh, you know, Sankin was showing heart where I had 22 players in the fucking morgue. <sighs> No heartbeat detected for fucking six months. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's how long the season is, douche. It's going to be bleak. Uh, next game, Carlton, Port Adelaide. Carlton went with them. Yep. Port proved too strong. That's probably the main takeaways from this game, except for two things. Zach Butters, very good young footballer. Yep. Great name, too. Yep. Uh, and Jack Watts, who was... 
had a building a promising sort of I don't know redemption story. He's had a pretty shitty six months and a career that's sort of been peppered with people having pot shots. He's finally reinventing himself across halfback flank, broke his leg, and it was bad. Uh, he also dislocated his knee. Yeah. So, broke his ankle and they think tibia and dislocated knee in one oh, incident. This, oh, that's fucking very bad. It, just his leg gets pinned underneath him and at an angle that is no good. Yeah. So, and it, he goes, his knee goes turf first into the. Because I was watching this. This was after. Uh, yeah, our, his foot's flat first. His foot's flat. Then his knee gets pushed into the turf and his knee hits the turf hard. So that dislocated that. And, he's and his much- foot doesn't move from where his leg bends. So um, his leg fucking exploded. Yeah. Every bone is. Oh, boy. And that is a really hard. In- that, that's almost harder than an ACL to come uh, back from. Yeah, I think it would be. Because it's a break. Yeah. He had <sighs> surgery. He's done for the year, you'd think, right? Career. Yeah. No, you'd hope not. I don't know if he'll get back from that. You'd hope so. He's 29. Not that that's going to be a factor, really. No, I think it's but also it's just, just like, especially the pressure of this game that it's had on him. It like, would not surprise me if he retired. Yeah. Not immediately, but. I can. What I reckon he'll stay at Port, though. Because I think they, they must like him. He'll. Yeah. <laughs> don't know why. It's because they've got beaches. <laughs> no, that's why he likes Port. Oh, right. Loves beaches. Um, I think what'll probably happen is next season he'll be around, but he'll struggle to get a game, and then it'll just sort of. Because I was talking to my brother who is a Port supporter, and I said, "I oh, well, it sucked to lose him." He said, "Well, yes, but we're about to get back Hamish Hartlett, who plays that role, yeah, and Matthew Broadbent, who plays that role, and there's a couple of young guys who will fill that role next year." I mean, maybe maybe he makes the comeback and plays. You know, does that like a you know plays. In the back pocket for the last three years of his career and wins yeah. a flag at the point. Who knows? But it's pretty hopefully, flat. hopefully for Jack. Yeah, it's the same thing. Like, like same thing with Rance. Like, I'm not a huge Jack Swart supporter, but it, it wasn't good to see him break his leg. No, no, you don't want those injuries on anybody um, unless they're TCs to your own club. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. There's one exclusion to the rule, and that's Dean Beams. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, next game. <laughs> oh, so Tom, game. Uh, yeah. I think you. I think you mispronounced. Massacre. Yeah, there was a disaster at uh, GMHB. A disaster. <laughs> Don't know how I feel about that. We destroyed them. That'll do. If, if I am devoted to my footy. You got All right, pick. You know what? No, fuck it. Next, Next game. game. <laughs> fuck you. No. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. You've cooked it. Oh, uh, boy. Geelong won by 80 points. No. I want to talk about my boys. Um, they made my heart sore. Yep. So uh, high five to my dad. Oh, give him a, give him a minute. Oh, fine. <laughs> One minute. <laughs> um, now, nah, look, I fucking love it. The fact that we beat Melbourne... And they by eighty points in the wet, and they had twenty five more inside fifties than us. To be expected, though, mate. It was fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> fucking loved it. Uh, Gary Ablett had a huge game. Joel Selwood had an awesome game. Paddy Dangerfield's going to win the Brownlow this year. Tim Kelly, fuck, just stay, Tim, please. Do you want to talk about Tom Hawkins cementing himself as a good bloke? Uh, Tom Hawkins cemented himself as a great bloke. So. You know, people think he's a good bloke. Seems like a lovely man. Loves kicking goals. Uh, just towards in the last quarter, we're up by a million points. And Jordan Clark had an amazing passage of play. Going to be a good player. Going to be a jet. Reminds a bit of like young Corey Enright. Uh, intercepted the ball and then just took off. Just had a paddock in front of him. Ran in for his first goal. 
You actually, if you watch the replay, he looks at the goals and he shapes to kick the ball and then he sees Hawkins in the goal screen and he goes, nah, I'll do the team thing because I'm a good boy. Hambles over the top to Hawkins and just kind of slows to a jog and Hawkins goes to kick it and goes, nah, I'm going to give this kid his first goal on footy. Turns around, handball over the top, Jordan Clark kicks it into the third row. It's insane. <laughs> Sean, how do you feel about that? That annoyed me. <laughs> think of the ground staff, Tom. Also, think about Tom Hawkins winning the Coleman, mate. Get out of there. We're a team. Uh, we're a team. Oh, I know. We're, we're playing. T- this is a different forward line. Sometimes I would like the the uh, Tomahawk to win the Coleman to seize the moment. If he loses also, if by you're one, kick your first goal. Jordan Clark should yeah. try to even kick every week. You know Give him what? a car. Yeah, <laughs> Sean. Yeah, I think that uh, that was less about Jordan Clark's first goal mm. and more about Tom Hawkins showing that he's a good guy. I think that that moment has been marred. Like Tom Hawkins might have well kicked that goal because he's taken it from Jordan Clark anyway. Yeah, by that's showboating. And no, 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 no. So someone said that, but I reckon Clark actually deserved that goal because the run, the intercept, everything about it. He played an awesome game down back. Will on people Petrarca. remember that, or will they remember the fact? Remember that time Tom Hawkins walked into an open goal square and then hand passed it backwards to be a good bloke. John, you know I will say though, do you remember that time that July? Such was Melbourne's lack of a shit. Geelong had time to stop, have a little debate, pass the ball to another kid who then ran in and kicked the goal and there was not a red or blue Mm. jumper in sight. Who's the defender that just gave up the chase? Oscar McDonald. And 22 other blokes. Melbourne 21 other blokes. Um, No, 22. No heart. No heart. They're just... It, like Viney had a, this is what I mean. Viney had a lot of the ball. Clayton Oliver had a lot of the ball. Nathan Jones had a pretty good game. They just didn't do anything with it. And Maxi Gorn got smashed. There was a passage of play where Hawkins kicked a goal, uh, set up a goal on our forward line, where he took the ball out of the ruck, beat Max Gorn in the ruck, handballed out to Dalhouse goal. If you're Max Gorn, you are the All Australian ruckman. You just got beat by Tom Hawkins, who can't fucking ruck to save himself. Putrid. Go cats. Fucking so, brained them. Just one last thing on this game. Yep. Uh, no, nah, we're not done yet, but keep going. So, <laughs> just want to check in on Dowie, uh, friend of the show, Dowie. <laughs> so last week, he went to bed after the game, yep. woke up the next morning, and then just <laughs> posted that Tom Hawkins is the greatest living footballer. Yep. Yesterday, he uh, retweeted Tom Hawkins passing the ball to Jordan Clark to kick his first goal with the caption, Tomahawk, stand up bloke. Best footy player that has ever lived. <laughs> Exhibit A, his smile. Exhibit B, <laughs> this video. Nah, I mean, that's good. Can't argue with that. So um, Dowie's getting around Geelong pretty hard. He should. But no, do you know who else is getting around Geelong pretty hard, boys? So Geelong have a new game plan on the field. And some of the supporters have a new game plan off the field. My knees are shot, boys. <laughs> 20 goals is a lot. <laughs> 20 times to stand. Mm. Is a lot of time. You stood to stand. up for every goal. I stood up for every goal. You know what I call that, Tisha? Showboating. Fuck Whoa. you! <laughs> I can't win. Let me tell you why. Why? You don't stand for every goal. Oh, I didn't stand for every goal. You stand for the ones so that matter. Yeah, I'm a liar. Okay, I stood for about 14. But I thought if Ex- I said. Wait, what? You're a liar? <laughs> yeah. This is a fucking disgrace. What about if I told you we had an all family stand up again, including my uncle who was sitting next to me? Which goal was that? Uh, that was. If it was the Jordan Clark goal. No, 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 it wasn't Jordan Clark. Then I will not allow this. Uh, it was. You don't uh, stand up Gary for Gary Rowans. Mar- Gary Rowans. So, what was the goal and what was the context of the game? Uh, it was Gary Rowans' step around. How much were we up by? Probably 30, 40 points. <laughs> what or quarter? Third? Nah. Oh, no, last quarter. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, no, do you know what else we stood up for? 
I led a stand in my row. Grind Myers goal. First quarter. Where he ran around four or five blokes. Instant reply after Melbourne kicked the goal. All right, Tom. You're a little bit too stand happy, I think. Fuck you guys. I can't yeah. win. This is bullshit. He's got I, thought hit- you'd, I thought you'd be proud of my, my shitty knees and ankles you getting hit, up and down all the time. You've got to hit a sweet spot. I'm proud of Dowie. He took a st- he's taken a ridiculous stand and has backed himself <laughs> two weeks in a row. All right, fair enough. Best he's- footballer to ever live, Tom Hawkins. Uh, and one last thing. What a difference Harry Taylor makes when his feet work. He beat Petrarca and Colin Jasny running along the ground at a yep. couple of points. Fuck, I love my team this year. He's drinking a lot of milk. Tom. Oh, mate, he's, he's, he's 90% milk. He's purring. Oh, he's bones. They're, they're just <laughs> calcium, like raw calcium. There's no bone left. He's just milk and ham. He's a deli, Sean. He's a big deli. <laughs> oh, fuck. Who'd you back, Dusha? <clears throat> so. <laughs> it's all right. It's fine. Yeah. You don't believe. Uh, Tom. Yeah. I tipped Geelong, mate. Oh, <laughs> you got me. That I, I was dro- a good. That was good. I dropped a couple of games this weekend, but yeah. uh, not mine. Wasn't yours. Good boy. Hey, Sean, who next, next game. Well, it's, uh, no, no, let's no, uh, no. let's uh, move on. No, look, I backed Melbourne to win. Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> no. Hang on. Hey, hang on. Hang on. Yeah. Let's play the tape from last week when I tipped against both of your teams. <laughs> what Sean said. You'd never do that. No, but here's what hey, happened. Hang on, hang on. Shut up, Tom. Sean. This is what happened. Are you saying yes. you backed yeah. against Geelong at home? Yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. You broke your friend's heart. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I don't think I did because no, I'm not explaining. Yeah. You broke my heart, Sean. Oh, well, I'm sorry, Tom. No, Tom. I gotta, I gotta, I'm going to jump in for a bit of defense for Sean. <laughs> he was blinded by his absurd tips from round one that paid off. That he was just going into he round the smoky in every game. <laughs> That wasn't my worst one. No, look, look. I didn't think that Melbourne were going to be 0-2. I thought they were fucking disappointing in round one and they were going to come out firing and I thought they might beat you in a close one. Yeah. That's what I thought. No, but they ran into I the was, great I was incredibly wrong and I've never been happier to be wrong, Tom. I've never been happier. You're on thin ice, mate. Well, you know. And also, I backed I backed the boys in round one and Dusha let me down. So I did, but only because I'm, I'm a coward. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I backed the boys in round one and in round two because apparently I'm the only good boy out of the both of you. Tom, I will say this to both of you. You both teased You know this already, Dusha. Yep. If you have to back against my team because you want to win the tipping competition, go for it. Well, but Sean, I never will. You know why? Because friendship's more important than winning. Also, You've backed against Brisbane so many times. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I'm not going to do it now that they're playing well. <laughs> I was going to say, Sean, if I want to win the tipping competition, I'm going to be back in Brisbane every week at this well, fucking rate. There you go. Next game. Well done, Geelong. I'm All happy right. for you, Tom. Last game of uh, Saturday night. Where, look, if you're not a Geelong supporter, this weekend of footy, not a lot of exciting things have come out of it. Yep. Um, and that continued Saturday night. Well, at Optus Stadium, West Coast beat GWS by 52 points. Guys, the yep. greatest highlight of this game happened before the game started. When they unfurled the premiership flag. Did you see how they did it? The fucking Eagles mascot did a backflip off the roof of Hellhole Stadium and then abseiled down with the flag. That's fucking insane. It was the best. I love that so much. Yep. That was the highlight of the whole game. Um, Speaking of cooked tips, don't ever listen to me. Did you also back the Giants? Did you back them? (laughs) In the fortress. 
in the Eagles' fortress. I'm a fucking idiot. Because uh, I, I got sucked in by the fact that they beat Essendon and then I realised that Essendon are no good. Yeah, yeah the uh, the hero of that story wasn't Jerry West. It was that Essendon are their own worst nightmare. Mm. Anyway, West Coast, pretty good. Who knew? What a surprise. Which yeah. makes Brisbane even more impressive. Damn straight. It and awesome. GWS losing by 52 points makes Essendon look even shithouser. Mm. <laughs> How whole climb any victims? Or is it just uh, just warming up? No, well, I mean, like we've just stated before, the it's fucking whole universe. Yeah, it's spread. I mean, Jack at, Watts's leg fucking shit, exploded. Guys, is Adelaide Oval the new hellhole? Fuck. Two knees in the Crows final? Then, Could be. Oof. Fuck, I have to go there next week. Oh, Tom. Protect your knees. Wear knee pads. <sighs> I won't stand. I'm going to back just Dom, in case. Dom Sheet again had the most disposals for West Coast. He really wants that brown low. He won't get it, though. No. Because Tim Kelly's going to get it. All right, mate. Oh, so one West Coast player will get it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's good to hear. <laughs> Fuck you, both of you. So, Saturday. Relatively boring games. Again, unless you're a Geelong supporter or you're a St. Kilda supporter, that also would have been a good day. Or but, a Port supporter. That game was pretty close. Yeah, but if you're a neutral supporter, wasn't that exciting. Now, Sunday rolls in, and I think AFL have somehow caught wind of the ridiculous nature of this show and have decided just to sprinkle that fucking insanity into their actual games. Because on Sunday, we had three fucked games in a row where teams just came out firing. We had- Plus the grand final. It was also on the Sunday. Yeah. Fucking huge day. Massive. Massive. Uh, so it started at Marvel Stadium. Sean would like to take over. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Boys, I nearly died. <laughs> there was a mo- There were two moments, but the first one, oh, Daniel Rich got the ball and had a shot. Uh, it was North Melbourne lost to Brisbane, by the way. He had a shot, a huge shot, and I thought it was a goal, and I stood up so quickly and screamed so loud <laughs> that my brain nearly exploded. When I sat back down, I've never been so dizzy in my life. It hit the post, by the way. It didn't go through. <sighs> Fuck. And then again, Tom, you watched um, a bit of the game. I yeah, think. I did. Yeah, yeah. Eric Hipwood got the ball on the run from oh. 65, kicked a goal to get us back within a goal. And again, I, me and my brother <laughs> stood up so quickly that we both, we would have been buried together. We both nearly <laughs> fucking died. How scary is that? It's actually frightening. This is why I don't <laughs> I, stand I a lot. Have, I should have learned from the Rich incident. And then I did it again <laughs> with Hipwood. I, my voice might not survive this episode because, oh, it, oh. It was rough. It was rough. I've had so many soothers today. They should fucking sponsor me for the year. <laughs> Honestly, my my throat was like sandpaper. Davey Warner was looking at me, fucking with a with a look in his eye, lick it, licking his lips. Oh, I love Brisbane. They but, um and Sean, they love you and they love footy to come from behind too. Uh, yeah, we were down. I think twenty two points was the biggest margin. Um, still, that was midway through the third quarter, yeah? A couple of times we were down. We just sort of kept coming back. And we got back in front at three-quarter time and then North got up by 10. They're, I think they're up by 10 points with about eight minutes to go. And then uh, and then a little a little bloke named Charlie Cameron 
fucking erupted. Yep. So, 15 minutes into the last quarter, yeah. Jack Zeeble kicked a goal. Dog. Northrop by 10. Hodgie played very well on Zeeble. He did. He liked playing on Zeeble too. Yeah. Because they're both a bit slow. <laughs> Two are, minutes yeah, later. not quick. No. Mm. Humor cluggage. Is this his goal? Yep. Just a little background there. Yeah. He had another good game. However, he was a little bit wasteful. And he'd fu- he'd made a couple of very crucial mistakes, yep. and we were sitting in a uh, it wasn't like a Brisbane only section, but it was a, an area where they said, "Hey, Brisbane fans, go level three aisle forty one." They put reserve things yeah. on all the seats, F- like F- Brisbane F- members and fans go up there and all sort of get yeah, together, fill it out because there's no North Melbourne people around. It felt like a home crowd. It was going off, and um, humor cluggage. There were people in there who were very angry with him, and if he'd missed that goal, they would have. Maybe jumped onto the field and murdered <laughs> from him. level. But four. instead, he kicked a really nice goal. Yes. Oh, he's fucking so good. I keep saying every time he sidesteps, it's just. Oh. And then so and then a minute later, yeah, Lincoln McCarthy, love him. I love him so much. He, oh, I'm so fucking happy for McCarthy. De- like in the broadcast, right? I was listening to it. Fucking did my head in. Broden's like. Why'd Geelong give him up? He's really good. And Hutto's like, yeah, they knew that. He's yeah. like, I don't think they did. And no, Hutto's like, did. no, Geelong did, but it wasn't working for them. Yeah. They would have loved to have kept him because they knew he was this good. Yeah. And Brereton would not believe Anthony Hudson that Geelong knew that McCarthy was a good player. Yeah. And I was like, off you go, Brereton, go karate chop somewhere. Uh, Chris Fagan has said it in every every yeah. time he's been asked about McCarthy. He's like, yeah, Geelong knew the player they had. Was he coaching from the bench again? Yeah. Every game. all year. I think it's because of the runner situation. Yeah. So if he's sitting on the bench, um, for people who don't know, they've restricted the amount of times the runner can go on the field. So I think he thinks that he can get a direct message to players if he's close. And whereas his assistants can his be assistants up there. sit up top and they're on the earpiece and they'll let him know sort of what's happening. Are any other coaches doing that? Uh, I think Horse did. Horse has done it here and there. I think um, a few of them are. Yeah. Chris Scott's not. Um, but they've played Joel Selwood on the wing. So he's yeah. the closest player to the bench at the start of every bounce. Yeah. And also, we've got a pretty good mature leadership group. I think you would find that if if a senior coach isn't doing it, then they would have one of their more senior assistants go down there. Yeah. Yeah. Wusher should start coaching from his fucking hotel room and just leave the game alone. And maybe Essendon might have a chance. Coach from the bench. No players will run onto the bench then. Oh, fuck. I've just remembered something. Oh, no. The big O. Oh. Mate. Sean. He arrived. He gave the fucking crowd a big O. That's how good he was. (laughs) He is so exciting. He clunked three massive. That was their turning points, I reckon. Definitely, we were sort of just. Well, here's the thing: North were up. They got on top on the scoreboard, but Brisbane was so wasteful in that first quarter. But then after that, they tightened up. They stopped exploding away and running at every chance. They slowed it down a bit, but it was just an arm wrestle on the scoreboard. And then Big O stepped up, and fuck, that's so exciting. That's like Mason Cox in the prelim final sort of yep. stuff. Well, was three huge marks. He should have kicked three goals. One of them hit the post. Yeah, there were other instances. Honestly, I screamed so much yesterday. My fucking brain uh, shouldn't be alive. <laughs> I was trying to work out what happened yesterday, and I just sent you a, a message, and I don't know. Did Mitch Robinson kick a goal and was it massive? Uh, it oh, was he the, took a good he, mark. It was the sealer. He kicked the sealer. And then oh. he cramped up, and he got up, and he fucking kicked it. Because uh, I remember I just oh, I went back through to try to work out what had happened in the game, and I just sent you a message that said, come us the moment, come us the ramp. Oh, because I didn't look at the message properly. I assumed no. it was about the big O. Nah. Finally arriving on the big stage. That's about Robbo. So, yeah, uh, Mitch Robinson... Took a mark, was winded, hurt, got as, up as usual. Ah, uh, they're just fucking excited. And well, that put them- Lockie Neal, 
43 touches. You ready to commit to that number nine on your back yet, Sean? That's a lock. <laughs> just actually, like, where do you buy them from? Can someone email us and well, you just you go? You go to just any shop and like the any, MCG any, yeah, any shop. What shop? Just... When you're at, where, <laughs> what, what shop? shop? Every shop. Any I'd, shop. I'd shake you if you were close enough. Go to Tell me what eleven. Shop. I need a yellow one though for my jumper. Sean. Yes. All right. Yeah. When you come to the MCG, yeah. you can get a number put on your jumper. They'll do it there. Yeah. They have an iron press. It's cost like twenty bucks. Oh, that's enticing. Round four. Fuck, I'm sorry. Brisbane versus Essendon. And I'm pretty sure they've got yellow because they have to because of Richmond and Fur Hawthorne. I would enjoy this MCG thing too because you were telling me they've got the women's badges as well. They do, yeah. Because they didn't have them yesterday. I asked about it. They said, nah, would you like to buy a men's one? And I just walked away. <laughs> and then you went back and bought eight. <laughs> no, I picked up my uh, my member's scarf. It's a nice scarf. Which I thought it would be a cheap piece of shit, but it's very nice. It's, it's a bit fancy. Well done, Brisbane. They're really stepping it up on the field and off. That blue's not the right blue, though. Uh, no, it's a bit dark, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's a bit West Coast. I like my blue royal. Yeah, that's not great. That's not the Fitzroy blue. Get fucked, Brisbane. <laughs> no, I love them. Good on oh, Chris Fagan. Everything about it. It was just a great day at the footy, and um, we all loved it. Charlie Cameron kicked four. He didn't have a great game. I was no. actually surprised at the end. I didn't realize that he kicked four. He, he was very well held by Williams. Yeah. yeah, he kicked two very late. Uh, Williams got injured, went off, and that just gave him a little bit of freedom. And then when he came back on, <laughs> Charlie knew he was injured, bit, and yeah. he was like, I got you. Also, Charlie didn't play smart. There was one of the McCluggage ones where he kicked it, and Charlie was just running back. And it, he like there were ones that just fell no. short. He needs to come up at it. He he's he's too often. He's like just kick it out the back and I'll just I'll just run onto it. He, yeah. tick, he kicked two goals in the last four minutes of the game. Yeah, superstar. Both were huge. I love that Brad Scott has blamed the rule changes on the loss. Oh, I didn't realize the center clearances were going to be so important this year. I'm a big fuckhead. Also, Ben Cunnington had a very good game, but also shouldn't have been, been there. No. And he's a fucking thug. And so is Scotty Thompson. And so is Williams. And so is all of North Melbourne, I'm slowly realising. Don't care much for him. What, you, you realise oh. that North Melbourne, oh. a club that prides itself Thugs. on having shinbona of the century, likes to beat people up. They think shinbona is like, oh, we're all heart. Nah, you're just a bunch of thugs, and I'm sick of you. I was honestly surprised when I realised this game was in Melbourne. I didn't get a message from the police being like, Hey, Joel, um, just when you finish work, mate, can you just come via the police station? You need to pick up your good friend, Sean, who's been involved in a melee with your uncles. <laughs> oh, and Mick Martin. Imagine that. Fucking hell. One more thing. Um, ben Brown tried to milk. You know how they're doing the, the double 50 oh, thing? Oh, yeah. Tried to milk one by, like, he's running for the 50 and Harris Andrews is running with him and he tried to, like, bump into him and do the, the double yeah. 50. Didn't work for him. Massive smart ass. We all hated him in the Brisbane section. Then he went back and missed a very easy shot, and oh. it was redemption. Harris Andrews let him know about it too. Good. Fucking good. The umpire on the coverage when he did that, the commentators hated it, and the umpire you heard on might be like, no, I'm not doing it, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> no, mate. Same <sighs> it works. Go, Brisbane. North, just quickly, sorry, 23,000 was the crowd. I would say nearly 10,000 were Brisbane. So That's huge so considering it was at Marvel Stadium. Show up at the fucking game. Big tick for Marvel Stadium too. Love it. Lots of little uh, Marvel things there. Big hammer out the front. Big hammer. Big hammer. Big uh, Captain Marvel wall. Uh, all sorts of shit. It's going off. Love it. Avengers trailers for days. Like literally. Seven of them in the first 40 <laughs> minutes that I was at the ground. It's great. You'd think you'd get sick of it, but you don't. Because <laughs> you're thinking about footy. Well, normally you'd go there and they'd be playing like an old North replay. Who fucking wants to watch that shit? <laughs> Give me Iron Man. Footy and fucking comics. Dream welcome, come true. welcome to space.
another week in space for you. We're going to have to send up, like, fucking uh, freeze-dried roast so you can eat it in space. It's good. I looked at Brisbane's Astro last- gravy. They, they There was a stat on Brisbane's uh, openings to a season over the last five years, and it's been numbers like uh, zero and nine- one and fourteen, just shit like that. So to be two and zero, it's exciting. Second on the ladder, mate. Oh, it's great. It's really great. It's good to share the uh, the upper levels with you, oh, mate. Isn't it? It's nice, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be even nicer in September. Yeah. So oh. actually, for those who don't know, the current ladder is Geelong one, Brisbane two, Port Adelaide three, Western Bulldogs four, St Kilda five, Fremantle six, Collingwood seven, GWS eight. That is the most fucked top eight. Can I say, too, just on that eight, mm. we're on top, right? Yeah. Two teams we've beaten, Collingwood-Melbourne, everyone pre-season. They're going to win the flag at one of those two teams. Oh, it's going to be a Melbourne or a Collingwood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I think that means, guys? I think it's open. Mate. I think it's wide open. Oh, I thought you open. meant the season was wide open. No, Are you no, talking no. about your window? I think the window's open. No, right, steady on, mate. Yeah, Fuck this you. This game is for everybody. We're not just talking about Geelong. But that was My win- your window's open. <laughs> yes. It is. I think it it's is. open. Yeah. I think you'll make finals. And if you don't make finals... That's still not a bad thing. If you finish ninth or tenth, well, that's fucking huge. Well, it depends on. Don't it. worry about that, right? It's two and zero, Tom. Why are you talking about missing finals? Hey, on, I haven't mate. lost a game. Steady on. Not going to lose Na- one. Oh. <laughs> Shit. Anyway, next game at the MCG, Hawthorne took on Western Bulldogs. Western Bulldogs fucking kicked nine goals in the last quarter to come back from thirty points down and win. Nine goals, one. Like nine goals, two, one. It's fucked against the master coach. Yep. Bev- but it's Bevo. It's interesting because it's, it's the master and the apprentice. They didn't have the ability to put a player back at the no, bounces. Correct. Which is what Clarkson would have done. Absolutely. It would have been um, uh, Gunston or whatever. Yep. Gunston would have gone back behind the play. Oh, so they had some injuries. On, uh, Burgoyne didn't play last quarter, I think. And, and neither um, did Shield. Hmm. But still, 30 points up. Oh, seven yeah. Uh, two hamstring strains. Same injury. Now, people talk about there were some dubious free kicks. There was only one. Yep. There was only one. So people are like, oh, there's that one where Jaeger Amira hits uh, Jack McRae high and the ball gets turned over. Yeah. Amira, no need for that shit. You've got the free kick. Don't punch a guy on the throat. You're going to get it. Don't do that in front of the umpire because you're going to get it reversed every fucking time. It was soft, but they've been paying weird shit. They've been paying weird shit. And it was also a game where they were like, these are the rules. Yeah. And then there was was a free kick given late in the last quarter. Which didn't count by then. Like, Bulldogs already, they'd already won it. Yeah, but there was... um, Fuck who? It was Sicily. Sicily. Yeah. So Sicily hit a player off the ball, which would have been fine last season, but the rules have changed. And they had paid this free kick twice in this game before they did it this time as well. And a couple of times over the weekend too. Yeah. So the umpires letting it know you can't do that anymore. Did it? Free kick. Sicily's like, can you tell me how that was holding? And this was all on the umpire mic, which I've decided I love. <laughs> tell me how that was holding. Tell me how it was holding. Nah, tell me how I was holding him. How was I fucking holding him? 50. <laughs> don't yeah. talk to me like that and then said oh so I can't say fuck and he says if you talk to me like that again you're on report <laughs> I love it when an umpire says don't speak to me like that yep yep it's because the don't. best. Just respect the decision. Yeah. It's so easy also, not to swear at someone you cockhead the decision wasn't <laughs> whole, the decision no he said how was that a push in the back that wasn't what the decision was paid for mate the decision was paid because you wrapped an arm around his waist when he jumped into the air yeah Big flog. When it comes to Sicily, it's kind of like bad things happen to big fucking flogs. They do. <laughs> Good things happen to great blokes whose names are Liberatore. He's back. The man's back. Liber. He's had two very good games. He's fit. He he kicked his first goal since 2017. X Factor. And good the goal. team got around him. 
that photo of him on the ground and Bont and Tim English just screaming in his face <laughs> and he's screaming back at them. I think he's going to stay. I think he's turning a corner. Footy's looking good at the Bulldogs. It is. They're, think, they're, they're playing like the 2016 dogs. I think Bevo in the offseason has realized that he was a big thing in what was causing issues at Bulldogs and he's really pulled his socks up. It seems like it. I, I, the players are playing. They're completely different to last year and yeah. the year before. They look like they love footy again. I, I'd be surprised if he, if Bevo got on the old skateboard, skated down to uh, down to Bulldogs HQ and uh, sat on a chair backwards <laughs> and said, uh, boys, help me help you. <laughs> no, good on the doggies. Yep. I don't have them in my eight. Probably still don't. But they're playing a good brand of footy. But yeah, they play like that. The Bulldogs playing. This is what I mean. So a lot of these results Being, like, and these teams playing well is good for footy. Yeah. Oh, yep. Well, like I said, this Sunday was like it was like the How Goods Footy Sunday. It's like we presented these games. I mean, we did. It's textbook How Goods Footy because at Metricon Stadium in the next game, <laughs> Gold Coast defeated Fremantle by three points and kicked. Seven goals, nineteen <laughs> of which, of which Alex, Alex Sexton, Sexton kicked four five. Yes, didn't they kick a lot out of bounds as well? Yep. So basically, Freo should have lost by a hundred points had had Gold Coast had their radar on. This is like Freo smashed North. They kicked one hundred and forty points last week. How does this happen? Because Trent Cooper coached him last week. This week, it was Ross the Boss back again. And with every loss, he gets lowered closer and closer into that fucking sea where he will stay. This game was insane. <laughs> it was just so silly to watch. <laughs> Do you want to know why it's insane, though? Why? So, with a minute to go, uh, so the, the, the Suns have hit the front um, just, uh, just, just on the minute to go. I think Sexton or... No, um, Swallow. Yep. Captain's goal. Yep. Fuck, he's looking good, fit, and he's a good player. Little mustache. Get a run at it. Get a clean run at it. Swallow. Oh, oh. Um, sorry. Speaking of mustaches, two quick things. Alex Mi- Sexton. Mitch Browns is back. Good. Two. He looks like he still wants to play football, but no one else is fucking trying. It's because he likes Wusher. Oh no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, Tom. Um, no. So uh, in this game, Swallow kicks that goal, and then it's basically a minute to go. The last play of the game. Yeah, it was about 20 to go. 20, 20 seconds. seconds on the clock. Fife bursts. Did you see how Fife get the ball? It's like just smothered a guy, just took the ball off him yep. and ran off. Aerodynamic with that sleeve. Oh, that sleeve. <laughs> it's like fucking um, he's Marvel Stadium. He's fucking the Winter Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fuck. Imagine so, if he gets like a branded, a Marvel branded oh, sleeve. It's like a fucking soldier. He's got like a big red star on it. Oh. Anyway, so an anchor, he, a Frio anchor. I'm, Five. Like, take our ideas on board. Arrive mate. only in the helicopter because you're a spy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he kicks the ball forward. Yeah. Frio market. They kick a goal, probably win. Gold Coast need a mark. Cometh the moment, cometh the man. Sam Collins takes a huge grab. Wins Gold Coast the game. Why is that an important uh, detail, Tom? Well, a few years ago, uh, Sam Collins uh, played at Fremantle. Oh. Two two years at Fremantle, 14 games, and they didn't want him. Oh. Sent him packing. He went back out to the VFL wilderness, and then late, very late in the draft process under the new rules, Gold Coast said we need to bring in some mature age players. Yep. We're going to bring in Sam Collins. 
wins the game for them. They actually cut to the coach's box. And to his credit, Ross Lyon had a bit of a wry smile on his face with a bit like, well, I guess that's what footy is. And then he munched on some garlic bread and fell yeah. into the sea. Yeah. But internally, he's like, oh, fuck, no, fuck, <laughs> what a dickhead I am, fuck. Oh, I got if- rid of another good player. Oh, man, I'm going to sashay out of here. <laughs> Queensland footy is thriving, and I love it. How good's footy Twitter is also thriving, Sean. There was some... Oh, it's Captain probably... Marvel, mate. <laughs> that oh, you, you, that was beautiful. There's been a... Look, If again, if you are not following Haggard's footy on Twitter, it's basically our show just diluted <laughs> into tweets. And we're relatively quiet over the week. And then the weekend comes around and we fire off like 50 tweets in the space of 30 minutes. <laughs> That's great. Um, get usually on, get all on Twitter. Of, all about the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> and... And for two weeks in a row, the a- official AFL Twitter account has tweeted, how good is footy? I can't wait for them to try to sue us. <laughs> like they did that t-shirt company being like, oh, actually, how good is footy? Is uh, And we'll be like, how good is footy? No, 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 no. Gil, 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 Gil. It's how good's footy. And you're countersued, fucker. Yeah, we'll sue them. Yeah. <laughs> sue, the, sue the big baggy pants off him. No, yeah, because <laughs> I want his pants in the lawsuit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, Gil, I want your tailor. <laughs> Um, I no, you can't have him. No, it'll be funny to like. Yeah, he'll, he'll be like, I'm suing. Fit. I'm suing Howgood's Footy for using our brand. And we'll be like, we're we're counter suing for fucking up our brand by putting on shit games and ignoring the <laughs> AFLW. Sometimes you piece of shit. The judge will be like, guilty. <laughs> and then and then he's like, what? No, but I had the best judge in the state. And then as he's dragged away, judge pulls off his mask. <laughs> fucking robber. <laughs> Our lawyers were at Kappa. Oh, fuck, what a show. <laughs> Shit, I'm man. like, how, how'd the jury get away with this? Look over. They get alter- bad! <laughs> just, that's the only person on the jury. I- <laughs> uh, oh, shit. Um, so next week, guys, uh, what yeah. cook things are going to happen next week? I, I don't even know why we're bothering fucking putting in tips, because who fucking knows? Adelaide Oval, first game. Again, another Thursday night game, and I love this. Bring it on. Really bring it on. Uh, Geelong are taking on Adelaide at Adelaide Oval. We're going to win. Oh, uh, I also probably should have highlighted I also tipped Brisbane this week Good work mate So Geelong and Brisbane Congratulations Cool yeah Essendon are dead to me I'm not tipping them this week yeah. um, <clears throat> Nah Geelong Geelong are going to win Head says Adelaide well, Since when have you ever listened to your head Sean? And that's all I want to say on the matter <laughs> Fuck you Nah Hart says Geelong I'll probably back Geelong I yep. think Paddy Dangerfield will fucking win the Brownlow by round three Jesus Yep it's, it's probably hard got- when him and Tim Kelly are going to be neck and neck. They split the three votes. Just we're going to give three votes to two players this week. That's right. They'll split them, and Lockie Neal will win. <laughs> you know what? That'll happen. Charges through the pack. Yeah. Look, Geelong. I think, but again, anything can fucking happen. Geelong just won by eighty points, which is what Freo did last week, and then Freo lost to fucking GW. So uh, we don't, we don't win a lot against Adelaide in the Adelaide Oval, so we're actually weirdly the underdogs going into this game. And that is a, a short break too, mm. but we weren't playing from halftime. Mm. And also, do you know who else doesn't really win uh, Like when they travel? Brisbane hadn't won a game against North Melbourne since 2012, so North were the favourites in that game. Just, uh, so just, just what happened there? Though? Oh, oh, Brisbane won by 20 points still. Go Cats. Just breaking barriers. We go are. Cats. I reckon I'm going to go Geelong as well. And then Friday, we have the fucking Undertaker special. Which team is more dead? You getting Melbourne along? take on Essendon. You getting along to that one, mate? I'm not working, and I was excited about this game until last week, like until the Saints game happened. Now I might just go to the comedy festival. I don't know. I'm willing to give them one last chance. Ooh. 
And by them, I mean Melbourne. No, I'm I'm tipping the Bombers. I got to tip the Bombers. Really? Yeah, Fiducia. They're not going to win. He would not do that for you. Yeah, I'm I just know. saying. Yeah, I know. I didn't tip Geelong in round one. That's why I'm Tom Hawkins and he's <sighs> Jake Stringer. <laughs> I, I'm going to tip Melbourne, I think. But I want with all my heart for the Bombers to show some heart. I tip Acidon. And look, I reckon I'm almost on my last chance. I'm, I'm worried if I go to this game and we lose, I will throw myself onto the ground from level yeah. three. I'll have to bail you out of jail. You have to fucking get me off the goalpost after I've impaled myself on it. Shit. Sapuku with the fucking goalpost. <laughs> Not Sudoku. Shut up, Tom. Isn't it Sepuka? Whatever. <laughs> Next game. Marvel Stadium, where Carlton take on Sydney. Carlton. Sydney. I'm going Carlton. Fuck be- it, Carlton. Next I'll, game. I believe. <laughs> Who fucking knows? It's fucking... Although yeah. Kerno. No Kerno. Mm. Is he actually out, though? I think he's not going to play. Bone bruising. He's he going to miss three weeks. Game. Did he? Oh, I heard three weeks. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm going to back Carlton anyway. Fuck it. I might back Carlton, too, because I just... Who fucking knows? I don't. Clearly. Now this will be the week that Horse plays Haney in the middle. <sighs> GWS take Against- on Richmond at Giant Stadium. GWS. Giants- Okay, now let's, we all know what we're going to tip. How high over 100 are they going to win by? I think they'll win by uh, 60 points. Uh, 110. Jesus. I think it's going to be closer than that. 30. As in 30 goals? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> all of them kicked by Jeremy Cameron. <laughs> it just wins the Coleman from one game. Yeah. It's what Buddy would do. Next game. Big game. We have second place take on third place. Huge game. What is it, 2004? Fuck me. <laughs> oh, fuck, I no. hope not. It's not 2004. Sorry, it's 2003 and 2 and 1 where we beat them in all the finals. <laughs> but not the one that mattered. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Brisbane. Yeah, yeah Brisbane. Brisbane. Gabba. I think they win by five goals, hopefully. Yeah, Gabbertois. Yeah. I don't think Ports will have the pace. And the fact that Brisbane had to fight back against North means that even if you have a slow start... You're not a team that gives up. It's true. And they're at home. And they're at home. Crowd. Watch for that crowd to be a little bit bigger than they were a couple of weeks ago. It's going to build. It's building towards Easter Thursday. Which, which at this rate, could be a fucking massacre. Easter Thursday? Yeah. Against Collingwood? Nah, it'll be closer than that. But I think Wait, you win. They're, I, they're sorry, I thought you played Melbourne on Easter Thursday for some nah. reason. Um, My mistake. Anyway. Yeah. Brisbane. Oh, then we've got a grand final rematch. Yeah, we just had one. Brisbane, uh, Port Adelaide. <laughs> 2004 Ooh. grand final rematch followed by the 2018 grand final rematch. Uh, where is it? Melbourne. MCG. Do you know what? I think West Coast. I'm going to go Pies. I reckon Pies because they'll trump. Redemption. Oh, yeah, no, that's a good. Although, Pies to win unless the banner breaks again. Then West Coast will win. Ooh. Banner breaks and they all just shit themselves and West Coast go. She's under a lot of pressure this week. <laughs> the banner lady Yeah, the banner The banner captain uh, Yeah, right Let's go, Pies Alright, uh, Sunday Western Bulldogs take on Gold Coast Two teams that are firing After a ridiculous oh. win I think the dogs Yeah, yeah dogs. dogs It's should a Marvel stadium yeah, well. They dogs yeah. Then we got Hawthorne take on North Hawthorne. This is interesting I think North Just because Fuck, they have to Don't All they? Right. Hawthorne Yeah, I reckon Hawthorne They're going to fight back after No, nah, fuck them. it, North I've tipped Carlton beat Sydney So who gives a shit? North, North uh, fucking Northorn. North. It's gonna be a draw. Fuck it, I'm calling it first draw of 2019. 
Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I think that uh, Hawks have two injuries. Silk as well is a big loss. Yep. Yeah, North Melbourne. I think I'm still going to go Hawks. And then last game of the round, Frio take on St. Kilda. Only because it's over there, I'll go Frio. Because it's over there, I'm even more inclined to go St. Kilda. Saints. You're having a big week, mate. Mate, I'm either, I'm either, I'm either going to win the tips this week or I'm going to win it next week. Yeah. All right. So usually we do emails here, but fuck, because this weekend was so big, this episode's already gone for fucking... 100 years. So what we're going to do, we're going to release a mailbag episode next week. Uh, it'll come out before the regular episode. But please keep emailing us. And Tom, if people want to find us, where can they find us? Uh, so you can send us an email at howgoodsfooty at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at howgoodsfooty. Individually, I'm at Awkward Treat. I'm at Sidekick of Dowie. And I'm at Douche13. And until next week, fucking bombers better lift. Our inbox is already exploding with emails. So just get more in there. Just yeah. like pack it. We're doing a big old mailbag, so fill it up!